Hi everyone. Tonight it's Sunday, and it's always this. The day always got me bored, depressed, and unprepared for the next Monday morning. So I try to do some things that can distract me from this stress. So tonight I'm reading a book. Maybe I will read this book until to the end, or I will stop in the middle. I don't know. But I'm reading the book. A book now. The book name is Homo Deus. You will also you all well know it. So it's a brief history of you tomorrow. Um, yeah, the first I'm at the first page, and let's show to the card and gonna read it. So the first page, the chapter one, chapter one, the the new human agenda. At the dawn of the third millennium, humanity wakes up, stretching its limbs and rubbing its eyes. Remnants of some awful nightmare are still drifting across its mind. There was something with barbed wire and huge mushroom clouds. Oh well, it was just a bad dream. Going to the bathroom, humanity watches its face, its mind, its wrinkles in the mirror, makes a cup of coffee, and opens the diary. Let's see what's on the agenda today. For thousands of years, the the answers to this question remained unchanged. The same three problems preoccupied the people of twentieth century China, of medieval India, and of ancient Egypt. Famine, plague, and war were always at the top of the list. For generation after generation, humans have prayed to every god, angel, and saint, and have invented countless tools, institutions, and social systems. But they continue to die in their millions from starvation, epidemics, and violence. Many thinkers and prophets concluded that famine, plague, and war must be an integral part of God's cosmic plan or of our imperfect nature, and nothing short of or the end of time will free us from them. Yet, at the dawn of the third millennium, humanity wakes up to amazing realization. Most people rarely think about it, but in the last few decades. We have managed to ring in famine, plague, and war. Of course, these problems have not been completely solved, but they have been transformed from incomprehensible and uncontrollable forces of nature into manageable challenges. We don't need to pray to any god or saint to rescue us from them. We know quite well what needs to be done in order to prevent famine, plague, and war. And we usually succeed in doing it. True, there's still notable failures, but when faced with such failures, we no longer shrug our shoulders and say, "Well, that's the way things work in our imperfect world," or "God's will be done." Rather, when famine, plague, or war break out of our control, we feel that somebody must have screwed up. 
we set up a commission of inquiry and promise ourselves that next time we will do better. And it actually works. Such calamities indeed happen less and less often. For the first time in history, more people die today from eating too much than from eating too little. More people die from old age than infectious diseases, and more people commit suicide than are killed by soldiers, terrorists, and criminals combined. In the early twenty-first century, the average human is far more likely to die from binging at McDonald's than from drought, Ebola, or Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda attack. Hence, even though presidents, CEOs, and journalists still have their daily schedules full of economic crises and military conflicts, on the cosmic scale of history, humankind can lift its eye up and start looking towards new horizons. If we are indeed bringing famine, plague, and war under control, what will replace them at the top of the human agenda, like firefighters in the world without fire? So humankind in the twenty-first century needs to ask itself an unprecedented question: What are we going to do with ourselves in a healthy, prosperous, and harmonious world that will demand our attention and ingenuity? This question becomes doubly urgent given the immense new powers that biotechnology and information technology are providing us. What will we do with all that power? Before answering this question, we need to say a few more words about famine, plague, and war. The claim that we are bringing them under control may strike many as outrageous, extremely naive, or perhaps callous. What about the billions of people? Scrapping a lie, living on less than two dollars a day. What about the ongoing AIDS crisis in Africa, or the wars raging in Syria and Iraq? To address these concerns, let us take a closer look at the world of the early twenty-first century before exploring human agenda for the coming decades. So, this is end of the, uh. Part of Chapter One, and the next title will be the Biological Poverty Line. So I'll continue later. Thank you all for listening. Bye bye.